Hello all, hope you're doing well and enjoying the new spring weather that we've all been granted. Well, the subject I want to talk about in today's video is a popular subject that our industry seems to return to again and again over the years. And that's the difference between being a good and a great designer. What does it mean to be a truly great designer? Now, of course, in reality, it's a silly debate because good and great are vague terms and the difference between the two is utterly subjective. Heck, people can't even agree on what a designer is, let alone what a great designer is. That said, it's good to strive to be better than what we are. And to do that, to become truly great, we need to at least have an opinion about what better is. Now, in my case, my definition of being great has changed a lot over the years. And I wanted to share with you that little journey that I've been on and tell you a little bit about how I see things at the moment. I used to think of myself as a pretty poor designer, if I'm honest. I would look at the designs of my peers and the examples people posted to design galleries and I would despair that I could never emulate the kind of stunning aesthetics and engaging visuals that they seem to produce. I didn't and still don't have the talent to be that kind of designer, the kind of designer that can create engaging and imaginative brand identities. I'm never gonna be the next Mike Coos or John Hicks. Now I came to terms with that when I realized that that wasn't the only type of designer there is out there and that my talents um, lay more in informational and user interface design. Now, to be a great user interface designer, I told myself back then, I needed to be relentlessly logical and consistent, and that that was more important than producing aesthetically impressive designs. In truth, neither being aesthetically impressive nor relentlessly logical is enough, in my opinion, now to be a great designer. Even both together barely scratches the surface. In more recent years, I've come to believe that to be a truly great designer, you actually need to be empathetic and you need to balance that with the business needs. You need to be able to imagine what a person is going through, what they're thinking about in the moments that they interact with your interface and adapt your design accordingly while still accommodating the needs of the business. Logical or visually stunning is not gonna get you there by itself. Even together, they're not gonna get you there. Look, I can give you a silly example of what I mean using a project that I'm currently working on. It's for an insurance company that offers four different price packages for their car insurance. Everything logically and aesthetically screams that you should basically take these four options and show them side by side in a pricing table, starting with the lowest price on the left-hand side, the cheapest option and moving to the most expensive on the right. That is what a good solid designer would do. It looks visually pleasing and it's logical. It's a great way of displaying your options. However, I'm not sure that's what a great designer would do because it actually fails to consider what people are thinking and going through in that moment of interaction, and it fails to take into account the business needs. One group of users do, will want just the cheapest option, so it makes a lot of sense for them to display that option on the left-hand side, but it doesn't make sense for everyone else. And ultimately, it's not the best option. The company doesn't really want you to buy that option because the margins are very low, but equally the product is only providing the bare minimum of coverage and so therefore it isn't the best option for the consumer either. So how do we deal with that? 
it makes sense to pull that option out and to display it separately so that it doesn't become the focus and it doesn't overwhelm the others. However, if you display that option above the other options so that you go from lowest to highest still, it draws far too much attention to that cheapest option and makes it look like it's the preferable option. A better solution would be to place it below the other options, even though we're now not in any kind of order from a pricing point of view. Even though it's not logical, it does de-emphasize that option and clarifies to the customer that it's actually a less desirable option. But we're still not done. You see, most customers don't want to make a decision just based on what the cheapest option is. There are other factors to consider. Yet, we're still left with three very similar products. So how do we show people which of those three products is best? You see, most people don't have the time or inclination to look at the pros and cons of each of the products, despite this information being available in each one of those pricing panels. The danger is that when faced with three very similar options, people are gonna suffer from analysis paralysis and they're gonna put off making a decision. So how can we help them and help the business at the same time? One way would be to show them which option is the most popular. And that leads us to a design that looks like this. By visually enlarging the option and marking it as most popular, it suggests that it's a good choice. But we can take things even further and make it look even more visually appealing and guiding the user to the right decision at the same time by centering the best option, giving it more emphasis. Um, and it also tidies up the look of the design. Of course, it's now not logical when you scan from left to right because the pricing varies. It doesn't just incrementally go up or incrementally go down. But if you think about it, neither does a medalist's podium. You've got bronze on one side, you've got silver on the other and gold in the middle. So logical is not always what people expect or what provides the best solution. So I hope by showing you this example, you're getting a sense that you can't merely make something pretty or even logical to make it truly effective. To produce great design, we need to dig a little deeper into how people act and how they think. And we need to understand their motivations, what's driving them and what they're thinking in the moment and then balance all of that with what we want to encourage them to do. I believe that great design is a conversation between the website and the user, a conversation where we prompt and guide a person with visual suggestions. But hey, that's just my opinion. And there are plenty of other people that have written on this subject before. And there are many different opinions about what makes great de uh, design. But the opinion that really matters is yours. What do you think makes great design? Because until you've got a sense of what great design really is, you've got nothing to aspire to.